It's time now for Spears on Sports with John Spears, presented by M&M Carnage. And now, here's Johnny. I made it to Thursday. Welcome in Spears on Sports, presented by M&M Carnage. John Spears in studio. It is Thursday, June 16th. Yeah, June 16th. I'm doing something uh, really dumb today. Going to play golf at 2 o'clock. It is 97 degrees in the shade. Ah, who cares? Gary Clark, what do you think? Yeah, he's shaking his head. Sure, go ahead. I wore the brightest shirt I could find so the ambulance could find me easier. <laughs> it's a, uh, a very bright green. Eminem Cartage Hotline is open, 502-384-1450, 384-1450 to join in on the conversation. Thornton's text line open as well, 502-414-1450. It is Summer Cash Bash at Thornton's. Each week, one lucky Refreshing Rewards member win $10,000. They'll do it all summer long with a grand prize of a 2022 Chevy Tahoe. Simply open your Refreshing Rewards app, click on the Summer Cash Bash icon to enter. You can also earn additional entries by purchasing select top brands like Mountain Dew 20-ounce bottles, hot dogs, Bud Light 12-packs, large Doritos, many more using your Refreshing Rewards card. Thornton Summer Cash Bash, if you're not a Refreshing Rewards member, why not become one today? Text rewards to 80313. That's 80313. Text rewards to become a refreshing rewards member. I know it's not Wednesday, but Tony Burke, he picks and chooses whenever he wants to come on the show. And uh, so he's here today on a Thursday, on Movie Thursday. And I think you just wanted to get in on this movie thing. That's exactly why I'm here, yeah. John. I, I, no other reason besides for that. It's but. not like you had anything to do yesterday, like coach basketball or uh, do anything that your wife needed you to do as a retired guy. So you picked uh, picked today. You picked a good day. Well, I was on the road coaching yesterday during yeah. the day, so made sure I got in here today. I am playing golf with you. I have on a white shirt and almost white <laughs> well, they're, pants. They're not going to have to find you. The ambulance isn't going to look for you. I'm the guy <laughs> – that might get through. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna go 12 holes today, before you know. I yell uncle or no moss or something like that. And we're the young guys in the group. Uh, oh man, Slugger and Scott. They're they're a little Slugger bit older. Slugger from Audubon Park, 62. Looks like he's 41. And now Scott doesn't look young, right? Let's be honest. <laughs> Scotty too hotty does not look uh, really young. U.S. Open is underway at Brookline. The leader tied for the lead, David Lingmurth, who has contended before in majors, but also Callum Terran okay. is uh, tied for the lead at three under as we speak. Um, and it, he's finished his round. Hayden, oh, he's he's done. Yeah, Hayden Buckley finished his round at two under. My, uh, Matthew Neesmith is two under. Colin Morikawa two holes to play. He's two under. Rory McIlroy. With three holes to play, he is two under. And Joaquin Neiman, he's got four left to play. He is two under as well. Aaron Wise just jumped up into the two under category as well. He's got four to play. Uh, most of the major names are in the afternoon. Morikawa is playing in the morning. Uh, Jordan Spieth, who was sick, didn't play yesterday, didn't play any golf this week. He's got some sort of stomach bug. Nearly withdrew, but uh, made his way out on the course. The last I saw, he was two over. John Rahm uh, played earlier today. He's even with two holes left to play. Um, as far as uh, major names go, Spieth, I uh, mentioned plus two. 
Um, but Can't again, plus one. It's a U.S. Open. It, enjoy the name. I'm going to say it one more time. Callum Terran and David Lingmurth and Hayden Buckley, because I don't think they'll be up there very long. No, and it's tough course. It is a tough course, and uh, actually, their weather is a lot better up there than we have in the Midwest and, and the South. So they're getting a little reprieve. But yeah, John, that tough golf course. A lot of good golfers out there, and uh, three under is leading. And I bet it's not much. If it's even higher than that, it will be four or five, maybe. Maybe U.S. Open is traditionally the toughest of the majors. They make the roof unfor- the, the rough, the roof or yeah. the rough unforgiving. Uh, they got 122 yard par three, number 11, Tony, 122 with the wind downhill, you hit about a hundred yard club and nobody can get it close. It's really incredible. Well, they showed the rough. They took a ball on television and they dropped it, literally just dropped it from about three feet above the rough and it disappeared, disappeared. Yeah. You got to hit fairways and you're going to see, and what we've seen this morning, a lot of guys not hitting drivers. Not even hitting uh, uh, woods, not even hitting three woods, five woods. They are hitting irons off the tee, narrow fairways. Just put it in the fairway. If you're 200, 190 for your second shot on a par four, that's fine. It is better than being 120 yards out in the rough. And uh, that's what these guys are doing. It's going to be a challenge all weekend. That's why I love the U.S. Open. Uh, The question I've had all week is what will the reactions be when Dustin Johnson, Phil Mickelson – Taylor Gooch, um, Kevin Na, who played this morning, DeChambeau, DeChambeau Sergio, uh, guys like that. When they tee off, what's the reaction going to be because of their affiliation with the Live Tour? What do you see this Boston-based crowd doing when these guys tee off? Oh, I, I think they'll be brutal. You think so? I think they so. They were really good to fill yesterday. Right. At, during, or two days ago, I should say, during a practice round. Uh, not a lot of booze. Uh, he did stay around, sign autographs, take pictures after the round. You know, he's on the Phil Mickelson rejuvenation tour, let's be honest. But uh, it's going to be different, the crowd at the tournament, actually, when they announce his name. I think so. In the Boston area that uh, Boston, if you're playing in the afternoon, might be a little rougher than in the morning. Why would that be? I have no idea. Maybe a few adult a little beverages. adult beverage induced, in maybe? Yes. Um any of these guys? I know you you thought maybe Dustin Johnson early in the week, but uh, you changed your mind on that. That would play well. Who who could play well out of this group? Maybe Gooch. Yeah, I just thought Dustin Johnson's track record has been really good. He hits the ball long. If he's very if he's accurate at all, he has an opportunity. But I just think there's too much going on in these guys' head. My original thing was this could really screw up the golf world if a guy like Dustin Johnson would win off the yeah. lift tour. And then I started thinking about it, and I thought. Man, there is so much going on with these guys. Golf has got to be hard because everywhere you go, you're being asked. And I know they talked about that, about how, why in the world, you know, you just want to be normal. And every question, every question is yep. about that. Yeah, and uh, I think it was Brooks Kepka yesterday who said, I'm just tired of li- li- answering these questions. First of all, I haven't heard you answer a question. And secondly, your brother's on that tour. Correct. Can you tell us, did your brother ask you for advice? Are you thinking about going to that tour? He wouldn't answer any questions. Well, that's just his it's, it's but it's distracting. Demeanor. Right. It is distracting. And I don't they can say it's not. It is. So we'll see. I mean, I think when they get in the weekend, it'll be a little better when they kind of get away from the newness of what's going on, like yeah. today. But uh you're gonna have to play some good golf to win, plain and simple. 
Yeah, you got to you got to stay out of the rough. You got to make some putts, and uh, you got to hit the ball in the right spot. This is not about driving. This is not a course. Last week, RBC Canadian Open. It was about driving the golf ball. Justin Thomas can drive it a long way. Rory McIlroy can drive it a long way. That's why those two were the, in the top two, and Tony Finau, for that matter. That's why those guys were top three. Driver's not going to get it done this week. you got to put the ball on the right side of the fairway, back from the green, not trying to drive it 320 yards. you just got to play an actual golf game instead of a video game of how far can I hit it. Yeah, and putting comes in really big. And they, they, a good point they made with Justin Thomas, why some of them like Justin Thomas, and I know you do, uh, because he's putting better. It, his, his putter's working, and you're going to have to make some putts. You don't have to shoot 20 under like they were doing. You just have to be consistent and not lose a lot of strokes, and that's that's the key. Speaking of golf, golf movies on this Thursday, there weren't a lot of them to choose from. I got a text from uh, Middletown Mo today. Wanting to know, uh, hey, how many other movies besides the top three did you get votes for? Three. And you know what I said? Listen to the show and find out. <laughs> There's only three. They'll stop three. Uh, and we all know what they are. I'll give them to you alphabetically. Caddyshack, Happy Gilmore, Tin Cup. Those are the top three by far. A couple other movies got uh, a vote or a few votes. Uh, Legend of Bagger Vance got some votes there, which I think is a fantastic film. Uh, I don't know if there's any Will Smith backlash. Uh, you know, we're not voting for any Will Smith movies. I didn't. I didn't notice that after he, uh, you know, slapped Chris Rock. No, I didn't slap anybody in that movie though. So we'll go over those uh, after the first break here. All right, Golden State and Boston tonight, Game Six. Uh, the Warriors with a three-two lead, nine o'clock ABC. Boston is a four-point favorite uh, tonight, over under two ten. First five games of this series, the winning margin has been at least ten points. So forget the spread is my advice. Forget the spread. Tell me who you think is going to win the game because whoever wins the game is covering the spread. That's happened in all five games easily. Uh, do you expect to bounce back from the Celtics tonight? Or does the Warrior experience say, hey, let's let's finish them off. They're nervous. They know they need to win. Let's finish them off. I, I think the Celtics are going to really play well. The crowd, I think they're going to get to a game seven. I like Golden State when they go back out there, of course. But – uh, poem for the Celtics, hoping the Celtics and John. What a great sports day in the city of Boston. Oh, man. They got the U.S. Open. They got the Celtics game six, and the Red Sox are at home playing the A's. If I had the means, I would be at the golf tournament right now and have tickets to game six. And the baseball game's at 135 today. You may remember this years and years and years ago. I'm going to guess it was 86, maybe 85. I think it was 86. Uh, we were in Boston. We were at a Red Sox game. I don't mm -hmm. remember who they were playing. Orioles. Was it Orioles? And at 9 o'clock, everybody in Fenway Park started chanting, Beat L.A. Well, I was not on that You were trip. not on that I trip. was on the okay. one before that. I was on the one they were playing Milwaukee at the time. Okay. Uh, Milwaukee at the time was an American League team. So 1986. Red Sox Brewers, everybody in the place, Fenway, stood up at 9 o'clock because the Celtics and Lakers were playing right down the road in Boston, game, I think it was game five, in the in the Boston Garden. And the, and, I mean, the you real had, garden. You had 30,000, 40,000 people stand up and start chanting beat LA. The real garden, yeah. The old garden where when you dribbled, the ball may or may not come yeah, back. Yeah, it, it might hit a dead spot. All right, so uh, – Warriors are going for their fourth title in eight years. Does that make them a dynasty if they win one of these next two games? Is that dynastic? I think on the cusp of it. I don't know 
Yeah, you, you, got, you got to say that. Yes, yes. It's got to be. Now, they missed the playoffs. Does it matter how far you went in the other four years? Because they missed the playoffs last year. But they were hurt. They lost to Cleveland in the finals when LeBron, when they were up 3-1, if you remember. So almost five in eight years. So I would, I would have to agree with you that that is dynasty-like. Here's the question. What do they have to do if they win it this year to continue it? Because, the, you know, Draymond is not Draymond from five years ago. He's still irritating, and he still does certain things well, but he's not nearly as Draymond. There's no Kevin Durant on this team. You got Steph, Clay. You don't have any big guys. You hoping Kaminga. And Greg Oldham. Oh, I mean James Wiseman. Wow. You're, wow. That's too soon. You're hoping Wiseman and Kaminga can be those big guys, but there's there's no telling. No, and is, is this the, like the last chance to win another one? I guess is what I'm asking. Well, they've got the the one shooter, the, the young kid from Arkansas, uh, Mosley. Mo- yeah, Mo- Mosby. Mosby. Yeah, and I think he can be a really good player. Hadn't played in the series. No, but I think the young guys well, they mean, have can. Who be they going to put him in ahead of Curry right. or Thompson or Jordan Poole? If Wiseman can get healthy. He's a talent at seven feet tall. He, he can run the floor. He can yep. shoot. He can do the things. Kaminga has a great upside. John, I think their young guys can can gradually. They're going to work those guys in for guys like Green and that. And you never know how it's going to work out. But the talent for those guys is there because Wiggins not young anymore. Um, Gary Payton second still has a lot of run left. I think. And what about uh, Otto Porter's okay. Yeah, Jordan Poole, he's a future star. Yes. I mean, I don't – gosh, I can see the Warriors being in the top of the West for a long time. Celtics are trying to just stay alive tonight, looking for their, I think, 18th championship uh, turnovers. They committed 18 turnovers in game five. When you hold Steph Curry to 0 for 9 from three, you should win the game. But you can't turn the ball over 18 times. Golden State only had six turnovers. Golden State – Took advantage of those turnovers, got some easy baskets, and in in effect, that was the that was the story of the game. Well, I think you hit the nail on the head the other day too. The Celtics have to get the ball inside some. They can't just shoot threes the whole time. They have an advantage. Even even uh, Tatum getting down on the block is an advantage. But they seem to want to shoot the three a lot, which every NBA team does. But they need to have a little better mixture, and that that's when they're at their best. We will uh, take a break after I make this announcement. Shady Rays, are you tired of buying expensive sunglasses only to lose or break them? Or worse, you never even wear them because you don't want them to get dirty? Let me tell you about Shady Rays. Independent American-owned company started in Kentucky. Changing the way you wear sunglasses, Shady Rays uh, sunglasses offer an industry-best combination of fit, style, performance without the big brand price tag. does not stop at the quality. Shady Rays offers the craziest warranty in all of eyewear. The lost and broken replacement warranty. You lose them, you break them, you're on the golf course today and it's 108 degrees and they melt, literally stick to your head, they will give you another pair for free. Also, they provide 10 meals to fight hunger in America with every order, have donated over 20 million meals to date, look good in your shades, feel good by making an impact. If you don't love them, you can exchange them for a new pair, you can return them for free within 30 days, no risk when you shop with Shady Rays, exclusively for our listeners, 25% off. So you can try them out, see what they're all about. Use the code BIGX at checkout for 25% off all adult shades. That is ShadyRays.com. Golf movies on the other side of the break. You're listening to Spears on Sports, presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big X. 
Welcome back, Spears on Sports, presented by Eminem Cartage. John Spears, Tony Burke in studio on this Thursday. Bats beat uh, Durham last night, nine seven. They'll be back in action from uh, Durham, North Carolina tonight. Six thirty five, first pitch. Six oh five, pregame with Nick Curran, right here on the Big X. Bats looking for two in a row. They have uh, split the first two games of this series with the Durham Bulls. We'll keep the uh, U.S. Open updates coming. Eminem Cartage Hotline is open, 502-384-1450, 384-1450 to join in on the conversation. Or you can hit me up on the Thornton's text line at 502-414-1450. Taryn in at minus three. Ling Mirth with one hole to play at minus three. Rory McElroy with a birdie on number seven. He's playing the, the uh, front side on his second half of the day. He is uh, tied for the lead now at three under as well. We'll keep you updated on that. Is that the guy from Tin Cup? Uh, that is uh, McAvoy, Roy McAvoy. <laughs> That's a good call, though. I like that. Um, again, Eminem card. Uh, excuse me. The uh, text line open. If you got some movies you want to send in, uh, go ahead. Four one four fourteen fifty. I will uh, continue to keep track. Of the votes. All right, let's get to it. Might as well start with it now. Um, my top three. Tin Cup, Caddyshack, Happy Gilmore. One, two, three. You went a little different way. Caddyshack, Tin Cup, Happy Gilmore. Yeah, those top, Those are the top three. Those were just about everybody's top three. It's hard to think of other movies. Now, you got three comedies here. Tin Cup's got a little bit of a drama. It's more of a romantic comedy. Happy Gilmore is slapstick comedy. No, uh, it's not slap shot, even though he was a hockey player in the movie. And Caddyshack, 1980, is more slapstick comedy. Why do we not get excited about dramatic golf films? The Legend of Bagger Vance finished fourth. It got 14 votes. I think I really like that movie. And the greatest game ever played, Tony, which is based on a true story at Brookline, where they're playing right now, uh, only one vote. Why, Al, why don't we love dramas? And Big Al the Fish didn't pick it, who made me watch it years ago, which I really enjoyed. He was made to watch that movie, and then he told us how great he thought it was. I couldn't believe it wasn't on his list. You never know. You just never know, John. All right. Uh, Caddyshack won the, the poll. 7.2 on IMDb. By the way, the highest rated golf movie on IMDb was the greatest game ever played, which only got one vote, 7.4. But 7.2, pretty good. For a comedy, uh, Caddyshack, Chevy Chase, Ted as Ty Spaulding, Ty, uh, not Spaulding, <laughs> Ty Spaulding, sorry, Ty, uh, Ted Knight as uh, the judge, judge Schmales. Judge Schmales, and Bill Murray as Carl the Greenskeeper. To be fair, this was our wheelhouse. We were juniors in high school, maybe seniors when this movie came out. An hour and 38 minutes, rated R, um, rightfully so. Give me a give me a A plus A minus. What, what grade do you give Caddyshack? Oh, I, I, a definite A in my book. I'm sitting here going through all the lines in my head. People <laughs> could fire them out all day. You know, you can play eighteen holes on it and uh, get to, uh, shown to right. be Jesus. I, <laughs> absolutely, <laughs> it's a hilarious movie, and I love the movie. 
The reason I put 10 cup number one is Rodney Dangerfield can't play golf. God love, God rest his soul. It well, was, he got hurt in the movie, it John. Was before he got hurt. It was the worst <laughs> golf swing I think I've ever seen in my life. Ted Knight didn't have a good golf swing. Danny Noonan had a good golf swing. Michael O'Keefe, who played caddy, Danny Noonan, had a pretty good golf swing. Chevy, okay. But for the most part, those guys, you could tell they couldn't play golf. I like the golf scenes in 10 Cup much more than I like the golf scenes in Caddyshack. Well, well, definitely. It was set up that way. I actually played golf at Rolling Hills down there years ago when I was in college. That was interesting. But yeah, I mean, I mean Webb, by the way. I mean, 10 Cup's just more of a movie, even though it's got its moments of a little bit of comedy and stuff with yeah. Kevin Costner. But, and there's a love interest, you know. But there's so many great. Lands and great parts to Caddyshack that you know you're gonna kill all the gophers, you know all the golfers. Still lock us up and throw away the key. <laughs> golfers, I mean, there's, there's a million lines that people are thinking in their heads. Right uh, and and the other part of this, we're 17 years old. Cindy Morgan, oh yeah, as Lacey Underall. Hello, hello, right? Hello. Yes, sir. I mean, um, she got with Michael O'Keefe. She messed around with Denunzio. I mean, she had a whole whole lot of guys drooling over her. The caddy day at the pool scene uh, where Spalding Smells, you know, swims up on the baby Ruth that's been oh, discarded yeah. in the pool. One of the classics. What's your favorite scene? I know. Can, you, can you pick one? No, there, there's so many. I mean, there's, you know, Cinderella story, <laughs> uh, you know, you, you know uh, I'm going to be laying on my deathbed, and you, you know. All, all oh, man. Guys. Yeah, Bill Murray. I mean, he was fresh out of Saturday Night Live at the point. Wasn't really the star of the movie, but he kind of stole the movie. He did. With yeah, the, I mean, uh, chasing the gopher around. Oh, and Chevy Chase was great, too. I mean, it just everything about that movie was hilarious. And, and, and there are a lot of lines in that movie you couldn't use today, such as, you do drugs, Danny? Every day. Good. You can't say that. Today. No. It's politically incorrect. But at that point, in that time of our lives, absolutely hilarious. Rated yeah. R- Fifty bucks to smells, kid. <laughs> it got uh, eighty votes, and I got one more from Gary Clark here. It got eighty-one, eighty-three votes to get three for a first-place vote. So it outdistanced Ten Cup and Happy Gilmore by quite a ways. I was surprised by that because I thought, yes, it's a great movie, but these other two are classic golf movies as well. This will be a close vote, and it really what? Well, everybody's seen Caddyshack. Most people have seen Ten Cup. If you're not really a golf fan and you don't understand what Ten Cup's about, you don't watch it because you don't you're not interested in golf. And I think that's where it gets you. And Caddyshack has been out there for so long, so many years, and it just became you know a part of our culture. And if you're not an Adam Sandler fan, you probably haven't seen Happy Gilmore, right? Exactly. That that would be my wife. She does not care to watch Adam Sandler. Well, get her to watch Hustle we because will. great movie. Uh, all right, number two on the list, 6.4. I was surprised. Lower rating here. Not terrible, but all these other movies were in the sevens. 6.4 for 10 Cup, 1996, rated R, two hours and 15 minutes. Kevin Costner uh, as Roy McAvoy. Uh, Rene Russo, his love interest, Dr. Molly Griswold, believe it or not. And uh, Don Johnson is excellent. As the golfer you love to hate, and my David man, Sims. And my man, Cheech Marin. Cheech Marin as Romeo. Oh, man. He is uh, the caddy for Kevin Costner's character, Roy McAvoy. Um, again, 6.4 on IMDb. It's uh, basically a, a guy that's a great golfer. He's washed up. 
Uh, he's working at a driving range in West Texas somewhere, middle of, middle of nowhere, and he qualifies for the U.S. Open because he wants this girl. Don Johnson's girlfriend is Renee Russo at the time. He wants to steal her away. She's a psychiatrist, turns into basically a sports psychiatrist at the end. Um, and the best scene, of course, is at 18 when he just continually – Hits Plunks one ball him. after another into the water on a par five, trying to get to the green in two. Um, any guy who's ever tried to get over the water and then try to, they know what he was thinking there. Well, although he should have went up and taken a drop, and that's what Cheech Marin was trying to get him to do, and he wouldn't do it because he knew he could hit the shot, and he, he knew he could hit the shot. And it golfers just, are stubborn, very much so. Um, but again, the golf itself is good. You got Peter Jacobson in this thing. You got some professional golfers along the way here that uh, helped to make the golf believable. Kevin Costner, you can tell, can play golf. Don Johnson only hit a couple shots on screen, but he hit some good shots there. Yeah. They, and my right. other favorite scene is when they bet who can hit the drive the farthest, and Don Johnson turns and hits it down the road on concrete, so it just continues to go and go and wins the bet. Uh, a lot of stuff that wouldn't happen, like trying to hit a pelican from a bar with a golf shot out through the door. Some silly stuff there, but uh, overall, fantastic movie. And it comes in at number two with 42 votes. Remember, the Caddyshack had 80 votes, only 42 for 10 cup. Close third place here, Happy Gilmore. All right, you don't like Adam Sandler? You're not going to like Happy Gilmore. It's, it's simple. He is a rejected hockey player who goes under the tutelage of Carl Weathers play, playing Chubbs. Chubbs. One-handed Chubbs there. Uh, tries to turn him into a golfer because he can hit the ball probably 400-plus yards off the tee, which nobody else can do, but he needs help with the rest of his game. Yeah, it's his hockey swing with his stick that he kills the ball. and It's, just, it's slapstick, most of it, but some of it's really funny. Best really character funny. in this movie? Christopher McDonald, Shooter McGavin. Oh, when he's the got shooter. the gold jacket. It's not the green jacket. You got to take some liberties here. It's the gold jacket that uh, they're all trying to wear as the tour champion. And uh, Christopher McDonald is great as Shooter McGavin. Oh, he, it's classic shooter. the whole time. And he just wants to get rid of Happy Gilmore. Does not want him out there on tour because the fans love him. Uh, he the ratings are going up, even though he's cursing on the air and he's getting in a pro am <laughs> fight with Bob Barker. Uh, the fans love him. The ratings are up, so the commissioner doesn't want to kick him off the tour. Uh, but at the end, he's trying to save his grandmother's house. That's why Happy Gilmore's trying to make money to save his grandmother's house. Shooter McGavin buys the house at an auction and wants uh, Happy off the tour. It's uh, there is a story, believe it or not, here, even though it's slapstick comedy. Yeah, I love the big check, and I love the happy place. <laughs> and I, I got to tell a quick story that I told you this the other day. I was sitting at home one day during the day when I worked at night. My wife walked in, and I was watching it. And uh, anybody's ever seen the batting cage where Happy Gilmore's letting the balls hit him? A kid walks in there, and he gets hit, and he goes flying backwards. And I laughed so loud. My wife didn't know what was going on in our basement. <laughs> hey, what are you doing down there? I'm watching Happy, happy Gilmore. Gilmore. Julie Bowen, by the way. Quietly outstanding yep. as uh, Virginia Vennett, who's uh, sort of the PR director of the tour, trying to uh, you know make sure Happy does everything the right way and doesn't get in any trouble and also becomes his girlfriend. She turned into Modern Family's 
Oh, um, I did not realize the mom that. There, gosh, yeah. you're yeah. right. I, I never. Bill Dunphy's mo- wife. I never put that together. That is that is Julie Bond, and you don't recognize her as. You know, Mrs. Would have never Dunphy. Known that. But that's that's Julie Bowen. She's uh, outstanding. Frances Bay is the grandma. Joe Flaherty as uh, the fan that comes is hired by Christopher McDonald to just show up and and irritate Happy. He's great. The caddy's great. Rit, the cat, the little skinny caddy. That uh, well, who's he look like? Who's he remind? <laughs> I have no idea. Uh, you got to see it. Richard Keel is Mr. Larson, his former employer, who's about six eight. Uh, he was in uh, Moonraker, the uh, James Bond movie. The ball shooter's ball lands on his foot, and you don't have to play a ball off a guy's foot. But in this scenario, in this comedy, uh, well, you got to play it where it lies, shooter, and uh, he's hilarious. Obviously, it ends up well. Everybody's happy at the end. Chubb, of course, lost his hand to one-eyed alligator. To a one-eyed alligator as he was trying to get retrieve his ball from the water. Ended his career. Ended his career. It ended his career, obviously. Uh, Yeah, Carl Weathers, you think of him as Apollo Creed, but uh, he took a little different turn in this one, right? Took a little different turn. All right, uh, that was 35 votes for Happy Gilmore. So 10 Cup, Happy Gilmore finished 2-3 in the voting. Uh, Close vote for second place and third place there. The fourth place movie, The Legend of Bagger Vance, starring Will Smith, Matt Damon, Received 14 votes, 2,000 movie, rated PG-13, two hours and six minutes. It got 6.7 on the old IMDb. Uh, Will Smith is, uh, well, Matt Damon's a down-and-out golfer. He wants to recover his game and his life with help from Will Smith, a mystical caddy. You've seen it? Seen it a long time ago. I've not seen it in the recent history, and I, I can only remember a little bit of it. Uh, Charlize Theron is what I remember out of this movie. She was one of uh, my favorites. She is, uh, Ranulph Juna's, um, I guess, girlfriend. Uh, Matt Damon plays Ranulph Juna. Will Smith plays the title character, Bagger Vance. Charlize Theron is Adele. Bruce McGill, this guy, if you don't know who Bruce McGill is, I'll tell you, I'll, I'll give you three roles that he's had. In 61, he played the manager of the Yankees in... Animal House, he played D-Day, and in this movie, he plays Walter Hagen, who uh, is uh, a real-life golfer who's going to play so D-Day in a match is against Matt Damon. That's what he said there. I don't think he said a word in Animal House. But he said a D-Day. couple. He said a few. He's but few. he's been in a – look up Bruce McGill. He's been in a ton of movies. Uh, Joel Gretsch, who we don't know, still don't know who he is, played Bobby Jones in this movie. So basically, Matt Damon's character has a chance to beat – Bobby Jones and Walter Hagen in just a three-way match here, but his mind is a mess. He's not going to be able to do it. Along comes his girlfriend, Adele, and his mystical caddy, Bagger Vance, and it is the legend of Bagger Vance. Good movie. Solid movie. Uh, Again, I thought it would get more votes, but I guess dramatic golf movies just don't get a lot of votes. The other one I thought would get some votes, Tony, and we talked about Big Out of the Fish, not voting for it. Greatest game ever played, 2005, PG, two hours long. Again, it got a 7.4 on IMDb. It is a fantastic movie, not a star-studded movie. Shia LaBeouf plays Francis We Met. It's a true story. It took place at U.S. Open Golf in Brookline, uh, where they're playing today. 
1913 U.S. Open, 20-year-old Francis we met, played golf against his idol, 1900 U.S. Open champion Englishman Harry Varden. And, uh, you know, he had a little little kid caddy, if you remember. Um, it's a fantastic movie, but not a lot of people know about it. Not a lot of people saw it, apparently. One vote, by the way. One vote. There was another movie that got a vote that I looked up, <laughs> and I've never, I don't know where, where to find this movie. I've never heard of this movie. I'm not going to tell you the name of it, but uh, thank you, Ed, Ed, for your vote, because I don't know what in the world you're talking about. All right, next week we're going to do boxing slash wrestling slash mixed martial arts. Combative sport movies that uh, I think there's a, there's a whole lot of, lot of boxing lot of movies. There's plenty of wrestling movies. There's a few in this day and age mixed martial arts movies, but boxing movies. I did golf this week. and I, I didn't think there were a lot, and then there weren't in honor of the U.S. Open being played. But next week, we'll go boxing slash wrestling slash mixed martial arts uh, preview. Your favorite boxing movie off the top of your head? And is it Rocky? Cinderella Man. Cinderella Man. That's a good one. I've seen it. I've seen it once. Russell Crowe, right? He's fantastic. Uh, I think that'll get votes. Rocky will get votes. Uh, what's the uh, one with Clint Jake, e- Jake LaMotta? Uh, uh, Raging Bull. Raging Bull. That'll what, get a lot what about of votes the too. one with Clint Eastwood and... Uh, uh, I can't think. Million Dollar Baby. Million Dollar Baby. That's a good one. Yeah, Hillary Swank in that. Uh, so a lot more choices, I think, next next week with uh, boxing movies. We'll take a break. We'll get Tony's pick in the NBA tonight. Believe it or not, we might talk a little hockey here. You're listening to Spears on Sports, presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big X. Welcome back, Spears on Sports, presented by Eminem Cartage. John Spears in studio. Final segment of the day. Text line is open. Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. Get your last-minute text into the show at 414-1450. It's Summer Cash Bash at Thornton's. Each week, one lucky Refreshing Rewards member will win ten grand. That's going to go on all summer. Grand prize of a 2022 Chevy Tahoe at the end. Simply open your Refreshing Rewards app, click on the Summer Cash Bash icon to enter, and that is not all. You can earn additional entries by purchasing hot dogs, large Doritos, Bud Light 12-packs, Mountain Dew 20-ounce bottles, many more things. Just use your Refreshing Rewards card. It's Thornton's Summer Cash Bash. Not a Refreshing Rewards member? Text REWARDS to 80313. Uh, The movies that got no votes, Caddyshack 2. No. Couldn't believe it. What a terrible the movie. late, great James Mason and uh, Robert Stack. Wow, and Caddyshack, too. Dan Aykroyd took over Bill Murray's role kind of in that movie. That it, that was hard to get through. Tommy's Honor was uh, got no votes. Seven Days in Utopia with Robert Duvall. From the Rough, uh, African-American uh, golf coach, Tar- girls golf coach, Taraji P. Henson in that one. Bobby Jones' Stroke of Genius. I think the last time I did this poll a few years ago, it got votes. No votes today. And also the short game. Loopers. A Caddy's Life got no votes as well. So a lot of, lot of golf movies out, more than you think, but a whole lot of golf movies that apparently nobody watched. Or if they did, they didn't like them. 
Let's go to the Eminem Cartage Hotline. Bring in my man Ed on a Thursday. Ed, how are you, brother? I'm getting ready to go to the golf capital of the world. Scotland? Florida. Oh. Florida. Yeah. No. Not Guess what? No. It's not the golf capital of the world. It may be the orange Florida juice capital not. of the world. No, it's not the golf Take capital. Take the heat with you, Ed. Take the heat with you. Uh, well, unfortunately, I think it's going to be maybe a little cooler there than it is here. <laughs> that's not hard to do right that's, now. That's hard to believe. I don't want to take up Tony's time because I know it's his day on the air. I'll be brief. Uh, to your comments about a, uh, a dynasty, how many uh, NBA titles Ooh. did San Antonio win? That What, four out of five, five out of seven? What was their? Mm, I'm going to go purpose? three out of four. And that was, that was probably, you know, Duncan, Robinson, Ginobili, and uh, Tony Parker, that was a dynasty. I think, I don't, don't we use that word for that team? Well, I would think so. But then again, uh, you know, they throw this word around dynasty. Yeah. You win two in a row in your dynasty. Uh, yeah. I don't agree with that. No, but, uh, I think you got to win at least three in a four-year period or, or uh, you know, let's say the Warriors win their fourth title here in eight years, Ed. Is that a dynasty? Every other year, fourth title in eight years. Well, I don't know. I'll have, I'll have to think about that while I'm in Florida. All the right. Thing, Wait a minute, real quick. Here's the Spurs titles: uh, 2003, five, and six. Now they also won one in '99, and they also won one in '14. So in an eight-year period, seven-year period, they won four. That's the dynasty. Okay. Yep. That's All right. I agree. If they lose. Did they lose any in that time? Oh, that's a question I'm going to have to do research on. I don't have time. I'm okay, going okay. to guess, right. yes, they probably did. All right. And the other question is, I know why you're doing the uh, – it was a great move by you and, and Tony today to do the move, golf movies on the opening day of the PGA. U.S. How, Open. U.S. Open. How – I'm sorry. What I mean, U.S. Open, I'm sorry. Uh, how much is this thing in – uh, across the bay, across the the, the big pond, going to hurt the PGA. Um, now, I know they 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 made some they made some uh, adjustments and whether they do suspended some people or yep. did this or said they're going to do that. You know, without Phil, now I don't think Tiger's in on it, is he? And he is not. He refused. It's well. I'm glad well he did. I don't know. We're not going to know the effects of the Live Tour until maybe a few years down the road. Here's here's the worry for me that they go take these top college golfers as soon as they're done playing college golf and tell them, look, you don't have to play on the Corn Ferry Tour. You don't have to go to Q school. You don't have to qualify. Come on over here. Here's $3 million. Start your golf career over here with us. And uh, that these young guys that don't have any affiliation yet to the PGA Tour and don't have the knowledge of the history of the PGA Tour are going to take the money and go over there and that you know that the live tour is going to steal a bunch of good young golfers that are up and coming. That's the fear for me. Otherwise, but PGA Tour will be fine. Isn't isn't that kind of watering down their uh, their approach over there with taking these young college kids just right at three million a pop? I mean, they're going to take to me. they're going to take whoever they think they can get that is going to help their tour. Okay, yeah, whatever. Yeah. I mean, that's okay. what they're going to well, do. And, Ed, I, I don't think the longevity. I'll, I'll, get out, I'll get out of your way here, both of you. Thank you, buddy. Uh, I'll be watching the PGA this afternoon and all weekend. Enjoy the right orange juice, Enjoy the orange juice yeah. capital of the world.
<laughs> well, thanks, guys. Thank you, buddy. Right, uh, Roy McElroy, by the way, four under now. He birdies again at number eight. He's got the lead by one stroke here late in the first round, first half of the first round of the U.S. Open. The day the guys are teed off in the morning round. Uh, College World Series starts this weekend, Tony. Four SEC teams. Uh, you got two Big 12 teams that are going to be SEC teams in about two or three years. And then you've also got Notre Dame in there. And Stanford. Stanford. Who you got? I'm I'm going to go off the board and go with Texas A&M. They have a very potent lineup. I am for Notre Dame. Yeah, of course I, your brother no played doubt. there. And I'm a Notre Dame baseball fan, so I'm pumped for the Irish all the way. And uh, But it is impressive that the SEC has four teams and two coming out of eight. And then uh, you got a West Coast team and a Midwest team in Notre Dame. But uh, let's go Irish. I'm going to go Ole Miss. They're fun to watch. they got a couple of bangers, a couple of home run hitters. It's, you know – it is so random. I mean, Tennessee, number one, they're out. Oregon State, number three, they're out. Um, it's basically who gets decent pitching and who hits the ball and who plays well for a, a one-week period, right? It's just, you know, you're hot at the right time, and that's what happens a lot of times in the College World Series. I was fortunate one year to go. Uh, just uh, a great experience. I went to last year to Rosenblatt Stadium before they move downtown in Omaha. It's a great event if you can ever get to it, get to it, but you got to plan early. I guess Stanford's the favorite. They were number two in the country, so I'm going to guess they're the favorite here. Uh, longest shot on the board, maybe Texas or Notre Dame? Now, Texas is a number nine seed. Okay. A&M's five. Those are the ranked teams. Uh, you hit the nail on the head on the other one. Stanford's number two, right? Stanford's two, and Auburn's 14. Ole Miss is not ranked. Uh, in the top, 20, so we both took unranked teams uh, or unseeded teams. No, so I actually A and M is. Oh, A and M's number five. Yeah, A uh, and M beat Louisville four to three and five to four. Yeah, again, Louisville could be when that those are the spot. games. When those are the scores, those games could go either way. Exactly, that's what I love about baseball. By the way, as far as our movies are concerned, Texter texted me and says Caddyshack is loosely about the Evans scholarship. In real life, Bill Murray's brother was an Evans scholar at Northwestern, and this texter went to Miami on that scholarship. Evans is a scholarship for caddies based out of Golf, Illinois, near Chicago. And if you remember in the movie, Danny Noonan was trying to win that caddy scholarship. Right? Yeah, and Judge Smells was really a <laughs> Well, how about a fresca? Huh? 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 <laughs> oh, I love Caddyshack. Um, all right, U.S. Open update. Quickly, before we get to baseball here, Rory McIlroy, 4-under. Callum Terran has finished at 3-under, as has David Lingmurth. 2-under for Hayden Buckley, Matthew Neesmith. They are finished as well. Colin McCora, one of the bigger names, Adam Scott. They are finished at both 1-under, as is John Rahm. Uh, Xander Schauffele, 1-under. Will Zalatoris, 1-under, with one hole to play. So uh, there's your leaderboard. All right, baseball, I got a text uh, from uh, Coach W., who wanted to know in what segment I'm going to talk about the big Braves-Cubs series. That's a shot at me. The Cubs, by the way, have lost to uh, San Diego the last two nights. I want to get this right. They got hammered last 12 night. 12-5 and 19-5. So my Cubs are uh, – Pitching strong. It's strong. Yeah, the bullpen really holds up in Chicago right now. The Braves, by the way, Four. off today, but they've won 14 straight. Ozzie Albee's broken foot – Going to be out about six weeks at least. Um, they don't need Freddie Freeman, do they? 
Uh, who needs Freddie Freeman to win 14 games in Got a row? Matt Olson. All you need to win 14 games in a row is to play Oakland, Pittsburgh, Colorado, and Arizona, and that's what the Braves are doing. And now they get the Cubs, so likely going to be 17 in a row before the weekend is out. The Reds uh, lose yesterday at Arizona 7-4. to four. Uh, The Reds, again, I, I mentioned it, ever since that 3-22 and 22 start, they're over 500. They're actually playing some pretty good baseball. Yeah, and they've got a lot of guys back, too. You were talking about India coming back and some other guys, and that that's huge for them. But, boy, you can't you start that far back, it's just a long year. Houston Astros did something yesterday that had never yes, been done before. Yes, I wanted to talk about that, too. They beat uh, Texas, your Rangers, 9-2. Two, two immaculate, it, immaculate innings. innings. Explain an immaculate inning to me. Well, you know, I had to read it. I, I'm a baseball guy from the last 50 years, and uh, immaculate inning is when – Three batters come to the plate. There's nine pitches. They're all strikes, and the three guys strike out. It happened twice in the game, and according to the Rangers and the Astros, it has never happened in baseball history. Twice in a game. Twice. Twice in a game. Uh, Max Scherzer has done it a few times, obviously not in the same game. that uh, you know He's never done it twice in a game. And I think it was two different Astros pitchers. Am I it wrong was, on that? It was. I was reading about it this morning. Immaculate inning. Nine pitches, all strikes, all strikeouts. And I was going to come in here and ask you it, if you knew what a foul ball was. can a foul ball be a? I, it's, I think it's I think it just, can. I, I'm assuming it it's can. It's just nine pitches. It's nine nine pitches, nine strikes, three outs, of course, and then uh, they did it twice in the game. Hard to believe that hasn't happened in baseball history. Incredible. Um, all right, what are you going to shoot today over at Old Capital? We're going to see our friends at Old Capital Golf Club, Michael Wiseman, Timothy Wiseman. I did the show from there last Friday. Uh, looked like a gorgeous place. So going to. Go play there. Your first time there, my first time yes, there today. Yes, ball should carry very well. The ground ought to <laughs> be really heat, hard. The ground should be hard. <laughs> so my ground balls should go all the way out to center field. Uh, the goal is play with one ball all day long and get out of there. Oh, my gosh. Uh, you brought ice. You brought water. I brought my uh, froggers Frogger, yep. to put around the neck. Um, Hat, sunscreen. All right, here's the it. question. What are we doing? What are we doing? Well, I haven't been able to play I golf for play a month. Golf. I haven't played for a month because of basketball. Why do I wait till it's 107 degrees out to go play golf? Why not? That's good. That's a good point. Why not go play? Gonna be loose. Go play <laughs> oh, I'm loose. <laughs> I'll be loose. Um, what do we do? Are we adult beveraging today? Or are we taking a Might slow? wait till afterwards? Maybe hit Tim Tam afterwards. Oh, there you go. It's it is Thursday night. It'd be air conditioned. It might be a good idea to go in the air conditioned and have an adult beverage. <laughs> I don't know about the adult beverage, but I promise you it's a good idea to go into the air condition. Thanks for everybody that uh, voted today on golf movies. We'll do mixed martial arts, boxing, and wrestling next week. Thanks to Dave and Gary on the other ha- other side of the glass. I have been remiss in not thanking them this week for uh, doing their wonderful job. Tony Burke, appreciate you as always. Wish me luck, folks. Hope the ambulance doesn't have to come pick me up at Old Capitol Day. You've been listening to Spears on Sports, presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big Axe.